Listen to Dungeons with Dudes, a podcast with dudes, dungeons, dragons, and flagons, every other Sunday on the Journey into Comics Network. Following, following the following a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. I'm a dude who likes brews. It's time for brews with dudes. Ah, juicy. And we're back for another action-packed episode of Brews with Dudes. I'm your host, Nick Maxson, sitting down here at the North End Pub with Casey Taylor. How's How are we doing, guys? Good, good. Excited. I'm very excited. excited. I'm very excited. The night is young, and I have not had a beer yet. I did have a Dr. Pepper. Um, Whoa. I had a... The leftover Miller Lite I started last night. Ew. That's disgusting. Ew. So you need serious? this. I do believe that's called a wounded soldier. <laughs> yeah. Austin just always Never has to leave come, a man yeah. behind. Austin's no man gotta behind. come out gross every time. Just <laughs> goodness. Gross. We, we did that at college when we woke up in the morning. We're Ooh. like, how can we get a cheap buzz at you know? And I was, was mentioning it too to my roommate that that's what I love about Miller Lite. It's delicious no matter what point in time you drink it. Uh, delicious uh, is, is uh, I can honestly say I've never drank leftover beer. I can honestly say I've never woke up and drank. Oh, you never had that morning <laughs> where you just drank too much the night before. You just needed something, and all there was was a beer right there. I no. have. I've woke oh, up okay. where. Oh, oh man, <laughs> you drink it, and there's a, you find out there's a cigarette. But uh, oh. I've done that. that <laughs> guilty. That's disgusting. That's, that I've. I've uh, been around smokers that know they do that, so I've always shaken, shaken the can first to make sure it didn't like rattle. That is just now disgusting. That we're, can we talk about good stuff. Yeah, now? Is this, yeah, this we, is a good. This is where we restart, right? right? About that's the good we, beer, not how, how gross right. you are. Everybody knows yeah. I'm here now. That's how yeah. we roll. Positive. Warren Strong. He he needs no introduction apparently. Austin with his disgusting bullshit. Um, Chris Pilot's also here. I am also here. It's been too long. My lion, since you've been on, I saw on the you show. yesterday. I mean, it's been long since you've been on the show. It, yeah, <laughs> okay. I still got. I said. I said. I told Sean. I said, Chris Pilot. I promise, we'll try every beer we have. That's the one thing I love about Chris Pilot. Oh, yeah. If he shows up to a tap takeover, uh, regardless if it's a small list or a long list, he's having them all, and not there. a sample. He's getting whole pint. Yeah. He's getting it. Pints. He, need, he needs the full Pints. flavor. We're sixteen ounce tall boys. Ooh. 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 Goodness, there's a lot of those nowadays. Yeah, plenty of those. Tons. Yeah. We're sitting here with uh, Sean from uh, Craft Roads. Craft Roads Beverage. Craft Roads Beverage. Mm-hmm. He's going to be helping us uh, guide our way through these monstrous brews from Toppling Goliath. Um, you want to... You wanna Say a little bit about about Craft Roads, about Toppling Goliath. Yeah, Get us yeah, started. Yeah, right on. Cool. Uh, Craft Roads Beverage has been in uh, uh, we, we've been in business for two years now. So basically, we set out to not be a big brand collector. We wanted to bring in some of the best brands throughout the country, 
And, you know, you know, we got a lot of, uh, you know, great distributors out there right now. We've got Monarch World Class. We've got Zinc, Boom Beverage, Cavalier, Starlight, you know. Um, you know, all these guys have some great brands, but what we did not want to do was have 100 plus brands in our portfolio. Um, so what we were able to do was, uh, you know, start something small, you know, start up with like three or four brands. We were able to bring Avery Brewing Company out of Colorado back in. They had left a little while ago. Uh, we were able to get Ash and Elm Ciders out of downtown uh, Indianapolis. And then, you know, we've got Evil Check out of Mishawaka. Kind of started out with them. You know, and then from there just started, you know, being very meticulous with who we picked. Uh, you know, they had to have good beer. You had to be in business for at least two or three years. You know, it's just, you know, we had to come and visit your brewery and kind of see what you were doing. And you, you got to have a lab in your brewery. That was one of the biggest things that Ooh. we had to do because, you know, we need to know that you are making some of the best beer out there. And uh, that's so awesome. that's kind of what we set out to do. And so far, you know, we, we're up to, you know, 18, 19 brands right now. You know, Toppling Goliath being the latest one that we just brought into the state recently. Uh, Toppling Goliath being one of the top ranked breweries in the country right now. You know, if you were to go on ratebeer.com and look at every single style, APAs, IPAs, stouts, you know, they've got at least four or five beers in the top 50 list right now. You know, tonight we're going to be drinking a lot of IPAs. They are a very big IPA uh, forward brewing company. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of mosaic, a lot of citra hops that they use. And, you know, even stouts. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have any stouts right now. Stouts is, you know, what they're known for. I mean, they've got, you know... You know, the top five uh, stouts in the country right now. But unfortunately, those are brewery release only beers. And uh, it's very, very hard to get. We could get one of their stouts in here. (laughs) Yeah, they have the Kentucky uh, uh, Breakfast Brunch Stout. Number one beer in the world right now. That sounds so delicious. Exactly. They have the uh, Morning Delight, which is a coffee stout aged in maple syrup uh, barrels. That's our Uh, our stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, beer blue balls. We're going (laughs) to. We're going to have to take a trip up to Decorah, Iowa to get those beers. Yes. Mm -hmm. We just just attempted to buy tickets to their Assassin release. The Assassin release, exactly. It was within seconds. Gone. I was in the queue, and I was out of the queue, like, nope, it's gone, buddy. So and fast. It's, it's super hard. <laughs> and it's gone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. Very hard to get those. But, you know, uh, Toppling Goliath being out of Decorah, Iowa, it's kind of like right where Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa kind of come together. Um, you know, they do 30-plus brew, uh, brews a year. Um, but like I said, you know, very hazy, a lot of unfiltered beers. Even their lagers are unfiltered. Um, as you can see here, I mean, I mean, I call them juice bombs. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're very, you know, citrusy, a lot of grapefruit notes, a lot of lemon, uh, pineapple zest to them. You know, you're looking at anywhere between 6.2% to, you know, 8% beers. Uh, but every single, even though there's a lot of IPAs, man, you're looking at some different notes and adjuncts to every single one. And that's what's really cool about them. You know, even their PO, you know, their POS and their cans. I mean, we've got fire schools and money. I mean, this reminds me of Metallica album right here. Um <laughs> so. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does yeah. So what are we what are we drinking first? Is it the fire skulls and money? It is. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Definitely the uh, um, the most bombastic of the of the cans we've got here. The King Sioux 
Um, King Su is one I would love to have had. Unfortunately, King Su has been such a very, very popular beer as of late. Um, it's it's been hard. You know, we had one huge palate that we were able to get rid of. Um, we were hoping to get some more in last week, but they were not ready for it. And we're like, that's fine. If you're not ready, get us some fresh shit, we'll man. Get it when I we mean, can. you know, when we get that packaged uh, on date, we're looking at a week on that canned that's on awesome. date and that's what we want to be you know we love running out of beer oh yeah because we can get that fresh i mean there's a lot of beer that comes into the state um that's already got like two months on it and you know oh. it's like you know there are people that pay attention to that stuff oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, what is it, i mean about three months you need to you know west coast days, style right? ipas i mean i was seeing some beers out there that just came in you know recently that already had two and a half three months on them and we're talking you know beers from two three states away you know i we carry a brewing company called heretic brewing company out of fairfield california they have one of the best beers in the country called make america juicy again indiana is actually the number one distributor outside their own market in california that distributes make america juicy when we get that beer in it's at a minimum six days on the Candon life. Wow. That's coming from California. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it on the truck and go. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And we fly can through it. it. I mean, when we get 400 cases in, it's gone out the door in like two wow. weeks. We have some heretic. You gave me some heretic. Yeah. We, we have some, some uh, chocolate hazelnut porter that just came oh, in yeah. today. And uh, I, got, I got you guys some samples of Make America and Juicier Than mm-hmm. Thou, uh, which is Make America with mango. Yeah, that's a stay tuned future brew. That is a stay tuned future brew right here. Yeah, definitely. So we don't. So I mentioned the King Sue. That's one that we got in a beer trade. So we we did try that one a couple. I think we maybe four or five episodes ago. Did you give me one can? I got you guys a King Sue. Yes. Yes, We tried. Yeah. So we we tried. tried So we. So it's not here today. We just got the the pseudo. It was delicious. We have pseudo pseudo beer. Beer Mm -hmm. blue balling. (laughs) But it was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're we're in the fire schools and money. What do we got up next? The next would be I always say this wrong, but Sosus. Sosus, it's okay. a double IPA, correct? Yeah. So, uh, Sosus, it's eight percent New England style IPA. Uh, you know, very hazy, very tropical. A lot of mango, uh, uh, like guava, uh, guava, pineapple uh, adjuncts to it. It actually rates one hundred. Is there actual pineapple in it? Uh, well, the hops that they use give it that pineapple, you know, flavor to it. That's something that, that a lot of people don't don't understand is that you can get a lot of the fruitiness that you th- that you would swear is fruit just from hops. Mm-hmm. So if it's just pineapple from the hops. You should be okay. I am yeah. trying to spill yeah. this cup over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, that's what, it's three, been a couple I times. I was watching it. He said like, pineapple, and I looked over at Casey, and immediately just <laughs> jolted his cup. Yeah, I'm allergic to pineapple. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't break out no, they don't brew it with pineapple. Uh, that would actually be called a deposh. Uh, you know when you have uh, when you when you brew something with fermented pineapple is a tapage is what it's called. Interesting. Um, but no, uh, no, this beer has a 100 style rating on rate beer and wow. across the board. You know, and it, honestly, I mean, a lot of Toppling Goliath beers are up there. It's like 98, 99, 100 on every single you know rating on rate beer. That's why they're actually rated the number two brewery in the country right now by rate beer. Yeah, because when you're drinking these, you can definitely taste the different flavors. And it's like juicy is such a good word. 
And it even like mm-hmm. the look, it's juice got bomb. that hazy look. Oh, yeah. It has a great smell. I call to them it. juice bombs, man. I mean, that's exactly what they are. That's I mean, it, you know, they're you know, that's the thing. It's like you know, uh, you know, I took a I took a four year hiatus off of like you know selling beer, and all of a sudden I come into the beer industry in 2017, and all of a sudden everybody's drinking milkshake IPAs. They're drinking New England style IPAs, and I'm like, what the hell is everybody drinking? They're really trying to appeal to the non IPA drinker, is what they're doing. You know, like I love a yeah. good West Coast style <laughs> IPA. You know, Bell's Two Hearted, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Those were my rite of, rite of passage beers. You know, and now they're, you know, they're they're making these New England styles and these juice bombs. And uh, you know, this is what everybody's really digging. And then they're just adding a bunch of fruit forward flavors from there. Is what they're doing. This this um, is dangerous. Being seven point eight percent, it is so uh, smooth. It is. Yeah, it's you not, can't taste like ABV boozy. on it. It's not, um, it. It doesn't have. Uh, like, this is closer to the style of IPAs that I've, I actually enjoy more. Like, mm-hmm. I used to drink a lot of IPAs and a lot of really heavy, just palate wrecking IPAs. No. Palate wrecking. Yeah. That's <laughs> I love that palate wrecking. Yes. <laughs> this is not what that is. This doesn't wreck your palate. <laughs> Yeah, that's no. the name of one of my old favorites from Green Flash Brewery called Palette Record. It was a triple IPA, and I just loved it just because it was just so heavy and just it did what it was called. It wrecked your palate, and that's what uh, yeah. Wow, it is what it is. Yeah, delicious. I loved it. So this is called it's called Sosus. Sosus, and it is it's uh, what am I trying to say here? It's a tribute to an artist who did mosaic style art whose name was Sosus. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's got a bunch of mosaic hops in it. That's super cool. That's well, multi. It was a, a dedication to. I mean, as you see, they ha- they also have, we'll get to it here soon. They have a beer called Pompeii. Uh, Pompeii, uh, you know, being uh, you know has to do with Mount Vesuvius, and um, you know in the vol- in the volcano that went off, and you know there's a lot of mosaic art forms that were buried buy a lot of ash so that's why they brought in the Pompeii and Sozu's it's those mosaic art form is what they did that's awesome those clever folks out in Iowa I know they, they keep going, man. I got, I got, I got more shit rattling up here, dude. That we can get. Yeah, that's why we have you on here. Yeah, right. Have you on here? Yeah. When we, uh, when we, first Wikipedia that shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> when we first sat down with Sean, he was just, just bubbling over with, with info about all the different beers. And Casey and I were like, oh, we are, we're all gonna get along great. Like, <laughs> no, that's wonderful. so nice having someone that, that actually so wants to talk his, about the beer. He's, got, he's his own R and D department. He is. He already knows. He already knows. Yep, We've yep, been looking yep. for someone to do the to do the research and development for the show. Oh my gosh! If there was only a Jeopardy category for beer. <laughs> the other thing is, you can almost say whatever you want to. We're not going to check. We're not going to know. I mean, you could just be up here. Just uh, somewhere out there, some guy's like, "Oh no, he's wrong." Yeah. <laughs> you could be up here just full bullshitting us right now. We're no, just we just like, spoon oh, man, just eating awesome. it up. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And we don't have. We we. Can't I am the, the ultimate comments, salesman. So we're just take. We're just taking it. No one can it correct. Sounds us. good. It we're sounds right. For sure, it does it does? Yep. You hear that Facebook? We we, run, we don't care what you have to say right now. We're, this guy sounds smarter than you. So. No, no, no. He's wrong. I'm looking it up right now. We don't even care. We can't. We can't see you telling us we're wrong. We don't care. That might be a fun segment sometime. Though you said something about beer jeopardy. We should do that. Have people mm. on, and that would be that would be fun. Or are, are you telling the truth? The people. At home, have to say, is this guy just? Some things are true, some things yeah. aren't. Yeah. Oh. Is this right? Ooh. That's a fun game. You'll, you'll have like three of us up there telling like, <laughs> this is our truth, and the audience has to guess which one's lying. Hmm. 
We're going to have some fun, guys, one of these days. We're talking about playing games. We're playing games tonight. It's more of a board game night, though. Yeah. Um, which we've been wanting to do for a while. I'm pretty excited about that. I brought down the big 20-sided die. Gonna have some fun with that. Ooh. And when you texted me, the autocorrect was exploring kittens. <laughs> exploring <laughs> kittens. So I got that. I was like, I don't think that's the game. This I feel like, like yeah. Story, having too much fun. I mean, it's oh. not like exploding kittens is any better, but it was just exploring like exploring kittens is awful. That sounds yeah. That sounds uh, bad. Yeah. Exploding kittens, not, yeah, sounds just as bad too. But at least know. occasionally people have heard of the game. Yeah. Exploding ex- kittens. Exploring kittens sounds like exploding kittens needs to happen afterwards just as a humane thing for the kitten. Yeah. <laughs> After you've explored the kitten. Wow. Uh, Darkness. <laughs> it just got incredibly dark. Segway. Okay. Pseudo Sue. Yeah, is that what's next? Pseudo Sue. Pseudo Sue. American Pale Ale. Um, you know, if you if you look at the American Pale Ale division on ratebeer.com, you have the top 50 beers in the country that they rated. Of course, you know, you're going to see Three Floyd Zombie Dust. It's going to be up there. A very Citra Mosaic Hot Forward beer. Uh, this one's actually in the same category, uh, ranked number uh, 11 on the list is what it is. I mean, awesome. but it's a totally different beer. So basically, uh, Sue, uh, Pseudo Sue, how they get their name. It actually tastes better than uh, Zombie Dust to me. I, I mean, it's it's solid beer, man. I mean, it's it's going really really well in the state of Indiana. It's um, people are really really digging it. Um, it. You're looking at a 10.99 four pack in a package store compared to like you know a 14.99, wow. 15.99 six pack of Zombie Dust right now. And that's where we wanted to be at. We wanted to hit that target. People love paying 9.99, 10.99 for a four pack. Yep. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, of a good you know, especially four pack a, a, tall boys exactly four pack of a tall oh. boys. It's, it's a really solid price point. So basically, this beer, uh, Pseudo Sue, was named after a lady. Her name was Sue Hendrickson. She discovered a T Rex dinosaur fossil in South Dakota. Oh, I've heard of her. Yes, yes. Well, what happened was they, you know, this archaeolo- uh, archaeological team got a flat tire on the side of South Dakota. They had been searching, you know, for months, looking for stuff, had no luck, pulled over on the side of the road, had a flat tire. Sue Hendrickson went and searched into like little riverbed, found some fossils, and it turned out to be the most complete T. Rex fossil uh, of it found in, on Earth, and it was found in South Dakota. Sold it to the Field Museum in Chicago, eight point three million dollars. So that's where actually you can see Sue the T. Rex fossil in Chicago at the Field Museum, that, uh, and uh, it's actually my goal to. So it's kind of sneak in a pseudo Sue beer and just chug it and shotgun it right while in front of it while hanging out with the this Sue. Is, awesome. <laughs> I'm wondering how far I can get, you know, before I get kicked out on that one. You know, especially with my kids standing right next to me. <laughs> you gotta set a good example. Yeah, I do. Sneak exactly. it in the sippy cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sippy Sue. <laughs> no, pretty cool backstory. It's a good selling point for people. People are really interested in that backstory. Uh, but at the same time, just a solid beer. I mean, this is part of their core flagship uh, beers. This I is the beer that everybody knows. Getting a four-pack of this and just smashing through it in one go. You could. It's a 6.8% American Pale Ale. be drunk. It, yes. Yeah, I mean, you're going to, you know... You're going to be feeling good, definitely, after this. But at the same time, just a very well-balanced, solid American pale ale. This is, uh, this is really, really good. Yeah, I'm that's on that's mm-hmm. what I love about the Toppling Goliath beers is when you start drinking it, you don't have to question what they're trying to go for. Like, you immediately 
get all the flavors. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of flavor in every beer, every drink, and you know immediately what they're going for. You know, we tried some beers yesterday, and one of, I was just I didn't know what they were going for. I, I you know, it just they totally missed and. You know, all these beers have great flavor, and when I explained it to people that asked me about the tap takeover and the beer, you know, we do a lot of funky stuff, and we like our milkshake IPAs, and we kind of like off-the-wall flavors and stuff, but Toppling Goliath just nails what they're doing. When you when you think you're sick of IPAs, then you you drink a bunch of Toppling Goliath, and you're like, oh, oh that's the good stuff. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I thought okay. I was going to be done with IPAs, man. I mean, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, we I'm, I'm past 40 now, and, you know, I, I really dig Pilsner's, Kolsch's, Lager's, and, you know, that's it's usually kind of my thing these days, but... Uh, you know, we brought in Toppling Goliath, and I started drinking these guys, and I was like, oh, great, another IPA, you know, into this thing. <laughs> and, um, no, it, it totally threw me for a loop, and I was really, really excited about these. Um, like I said, you know, they're juice bombs, man. I mean, they're, you know, they've got some great citrus, you know, lemon, grapefruit, juice. pineapple zest to them. Uh, a lot of people are really digging these days. Yeah, I love the color, too. The color and the smell. I mean, if, mm-hmm. obviously, you guys are listening, but you should get one, pour it in a glass, or get it on draft. They just have an awesome, hazy look, and they just they look good. They look like they taste delicious. Yeah. Look good, taste good, smell good. Feel good. They feel good. They, they feel make, good. Make That's right. They hear good. They make you feel good. <laughs> make yeah. you feel good. Sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Earthquake. The listeners didn't see that. Didn't see what? I'm trying to. I'm trying to knock things over, guys. My cup, the table. There's like ten sample beers, and Nick is doing everything he can with his electronics to I just <laughs> get his. Yeah, just get his mic a little taste. I'm making just, myself nervous. Yeah. That's you what see I'm this doing. This really expensive uh, electronic device. I'm trying to spill something yeah. on Nick it. Nick wants to ruin it. Yes, just getting a little taste. Mm-hmm. Buy Sorry. a waterproof one next time. Well, also, we can, before we go on to the next beer, we could also talk to Sean a little bit more about Craft Roads, because I know that Nick and I are going to make a journey down there and check out the facility soon, which we're really excited about. Oh, definitely. I mean, we are a, uh, you know, we're we're actually connected to a freight logistics company called Fitzmark. Um, You know, we have a uh, a bunch of people on one side of the building who are rating, or they're they're routing trucks all over the country. Most of them are, are brewery trucks. And that's how we kind of got into the business. It was like, look, we can actually route beer trucks across the country more affordable, especially being in Indianapolis. Indianapolis being the crossroads of America. We can get, you know, we actually have a few warehouses located in Indiana. Um, have you guys have ever heard of a, a, a keg company called uh, Keg Logistics? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well, the uh, owner of our company, Scott Fitzgerald, owns 55% of Keg Logistics. Uh, you know, everybody, like, so pretty much half of the breweries out there that own kegs, they have keg, they have our kegs is what they wow. are. So, so there is a uh, warehouse in uh, Whitestown, Indiana, 100,000 square foot warehouse that has probably about 20,000 ke- empty kegs D- in there. Does your owner wow. have a first initial of F? <laughs> Scott Fitzgerald. I don't know. Scott I, uh, Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know any other initials. Bum 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 bum. That flew right over my head. Well, I, it did. Ninety nine percent of our anybody under sixty. <laughs> so. Except for sick for this guy. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Pink, Randy's boy. What uh, What are we drinking now? 
This is the golden nugget. The golden nugget. Oh, yeah, golden nugget. This is another one of their IPAs. This is actually made with golden nugget hops and golden oh. promise malts. Oh, my oh goodness. My it's that gold. is killer. Mm -hmm. good. <laughs> that is real good. I've not had this oh, one before. Man. My goodness. Bonus, it just keeps kind of rolling, the flavor. After yeah, we have it in can. We have a couple of cans that you gave me. and we all I got some cans. We got it on draft here right now. Uh, and that's the thing is about these beers. It's like, I mean, I've got like three beers lined up right next to each other right now. And they look, the, the, as far as the, uh, the color profile goes, you know, you know, one might be looking a little bit hazier than the other. But as far as their uh, complexity goes, it's very orange and, uh, and hazy. Um, but still, a lot of different adjuncts and uh, flavors that go along with each one. Oh yeah, they're all very, very unique. You can't for looking so similar. I guess you can't judge a taste by its cover. Trying so hard tonight. You're done. Yeah, you, trying you so done. hard tonight. Hey, the F. Scott Fitzgerald was good. <laughs> I mean, it was witty. Just I mean, let it be. Yeah, let it. Let that be the one. I know of the USS Fitzgerald, and uh, you know that that sunk and. Uh, Lake Superior. I only know of F. Scott. The Edmund Fitzgerald. Is because of uh, Ted 2. Ted 2. They're looking up the laws and stuff, and they're like, F. Scott Fitzgerald, why? What'd he do? <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? Yeah, Scott Fitzgerald, what'd he do? Why are you saying F. him? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Har, 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 har. That's pretty funny. This, this is... I don't want to say it's my favorite so far, but I'm really, really digging this. this, is, this it's is a good so IPA, good. man. Very drinkable. I think it's a 6.2 percenter is what this one is. Um, like I said, Golden Promise is a big malt uh, that they use. It's a single malt <clears throat> and uh, Golden Nugget malt that they, uh, they do. And it's just, like I said, man, it's just super, super citrusy. Very dank at the same time. Mm. Where do you guys, the hops that you guys are toppling Goliath, the hops that they brew with, do you know where they get them from? or Probably main, you know, probably West Coast, Washington, Oregon, North, Northern California, you know, and they're probably pellets, what they use. I'm sure they have some, you know, whole cone imperial hops that they use on a lot of their, uh, their beers, especially the very dank ones. Uh, our whole cone imperial hops uh, that's where you get that you know uh, it's, those are called like wet hop ales fresh hop yep. ales uh, instead of having those pellets and drying them out they're just tossing in this you know big dank nugs in there is what they're doing and that's why a lot of these beers you know smell like cannabis because you know hops are the cousin of cannabis and um, uh, yeah it looks, uh, we were, they, we, they look the same yeah, was, <laughs> they do uh, they really like do look the I, same yeah I've been scared growing them in my backyard. Uh, <laughs> like someone driving by to be like, look yeah. at this idiot. Yeah. Look at this idiot I, right I here. I would hate for someone yeah, to get get confused. Yeah. We were laughing. I told him about the G13 strain. Yeah. The sweet oh water. That like, we were literally having people come in and like, like kind of like finger me over like, hey, come here. Someone I think smoking. someone's smoking weed. I was, in a, I was in a bar right yesterday, here. and they had the 420, uh, the Sweetwater uh, 420 strain on, and people were like, uh, I think this uh, bartender has weed in his pocket. Well, the, no. That was and my favorite. We had the, the students. Exactly. We had the students that were arguing. Yeah. I heard the dude go, 
Dude, I, I told yep. you. I put it in the fucking car. I put it in the car. <laughs> I did not have any on me. It's not on me. And like he was getting mad at his That's buddy. That's paranoia. Like, I told you, dude, it is in my car. And I had to like explain to <laughs> well, him. There's this G13 beer. They did buy him, and we had the glassware to send with him. So, so but it was funny, funny to hear these two dude, dudes. I put it yeah. in the car. He goes, it's in the car, dude. It's in the car. No, you have a lot of breweries that are wanting to do beers like this now. I mean, especially in Colorado and Oregon, Washington, California, all these states who have recreation. Uh, cannabis oh, it's uh, legal. They want to make THC infused beers. They want to yeah, have CBD infused uh, uh, beers. You and, don't have to uh, drink and smoke. You just drink. You're gonna get. Drunk. That's gonna. Yeah, it's that's called crossfading, man. It's yeah. gonna rock people onto man. their yeah. couches. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's coming. A hundred percent. It's coming. Where they're gonna start infusing them, and you're gonna have all these different. I mean, like you said, you were out of the game for what three years. I was out of the game for back, a few years, and man. It and also, it's just amazing, like yeah. you know, all the new so shit that's coming out. I, I had uh, just three ounces of the 420 uh, strain yesterday, and from Sweetwater. And I couldn't believe how much, how dank and skunky it was. It's like every time I had a little bit of like burp throughout the day, I was tasting <laughs> that skunkiness. And it made me wonder, I'm like, okay, is this like an artificial like flavoring that they're doing? I mean, you know, what what is making me... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it it's, it's so literally dang. like stinking up the whole bar. And, and, and yeah. <laughs> you just have a couple brewers in the back doing squirrels and laughing. Just, just doing this right here. That's what they want to hear. They're getting exactly what they wanted. Mm-hmm. It's a great smell, though. It smells fantastic. I actually Floral. don't like the smell of uh, cannabis. No. Get out of here. No, I don't like it. It smells... I'm, I'm talking about the, uh, the G13 in particular, is what I mean. Yeah. Don't uh, say the C word. Okay, I don't Those like are the mids. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> the devil's lettuce. The <laughs> devil's lettuce. That's right. Ooh, jazz cabbage. Cheer the, cheering the mic. It, yeah, cheers. Our electronics best. are literally trying to In drink danger. our beer. Uh, no, they, they are, are trying danger. to get a sip. So this, this must be the Pompeii? Yes. Oh, yeah, the Pompeii IPA. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, cheers, it guys. This is the last beer of the night. Well, mm-hmm. last beer of the show. Certainly uh, not yeah, the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you just tap that on the table like you're going to slam it? I'm confused. Hey, you know what? The you flavor know, you, in this you, is wild. And that's what you do. You cheers to everybody, and this one is for the bartender. Oh, that's what that means. That's what that means. Yeah. That's what I did. Along with my along with my beer selling experience, I've been a bartender for 18 years as well, so it was kind of always that's the thing what that, that I've, I've done that for mm-hmm. so long, I didn't know what it meant. Yep. This okay, so let's try this again. Okay, everybody, everybody, cheers, and then you do one on the table for the bartender. Because the bartender can't drink right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't that's allow it, it but because she's carried my baby. I, doing, <laughs> I started tapping the bar because I'd be doing shots with the bartender, and he goes, "No, oh, you got to tap the bar too if you're doing them with me." And then he's all like, "You just got to tap it all the time to get it from me." That, this is so interesting. Oh my now, gosh! Yeah, we talked about this earlier. What all hops has it? Because it's got a, isn't it? Citra a lot of citra, yeah. a lot of mosaic. You know, I mean, mosaic hops. You can always describe to people as citra hops on steroids. Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, they're gonna have that pineapple-y, tangerine. 
you know, lemon, grapefruit flavor to them. Yeah, it's very uh, fruity. That's that's what I get when yeah. I drink it. It's, it's a very Honestly, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing a shortage in these hops within the next few years. I mean, we were seeing a, we were seeing a shortage on Galaxy hops for a long time. Um, I mean, we still are, you know, kind of. Um, and that's the thing about uh, – um, with Toppling Goliath, they actually do a couple variants of Pseudo Sioux. They have a dry hopped Galaxy Pseudo Sioux, wow. and they have a dry hopped Mosaic Pseudo Sioux. And uh, they're still 6.8% brews. They're actually a lot thicker. You see a lot of yeast sediment kind of floating around in them, very unfiltered. Uh, you know, honestly, all their beers are unfiltered. They have a beer called Dorothy's New World Lager. Even their lager that's at 5.5% is an unfiltered lager. We tried that, Nick. You gave oh, me a sample. Yeah, yeah, I gave yeah. you guys a sample of that too, man. That's so is that a Wizard of Oz reference? You know, New World Lager, it kind of makes sense. I mean, Dorothy's well, New World. Well, you got the backdrop. So I mean, I'll make, you yeah, can just go yeah. With whatever, right? uh, you know, I, I, I honestly I haven't done a lot of research on that one, but it kind of makes that's sense, a, though. It's close to that area. I mean, if Tornado picks up in Kansas, New World, Northwest, you're in a New World, somewhere exactly. That Wisconsin. You can wind up in Iowa if you get caught yeah. in a twister in Kansas. I dig you know it, man. That, uh, yeah. Wizard of Oz was actually a story of the American uh, heartland farmer and fighting against the uh, the uh, growing uh, industry, the globalists, globalist <laughs> industry of like the. Soros. George the Soros. And everybody else starting to like really choke them out, and how they feel like they're being spun into a new world and they're trying to fight against it to show their who told you that did you read that or is that no i read that okay audience is austin's (laughs) yes hey is that fact or bullcrap is that it's a a story yeah we can do yeah there we go what is it no he just make that american farmers that's that's what the wizard of oz was originally written about and it's okay. just like a weird interpretation of it. Look it up. Google well, it. it could just be a random dude's opinion. It could it be. Does, I yeah, mean, it's just one guy. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can read into stories exactly if, what you want. If Sean Especially told me, I'd believe it. If Sean dog. said that, <laughs> I'd yeah, 100%. Yeah. GTS, man. Yeah. Google Austin, that I'm, shit. Sean <laughs> <laughs> has an air of confidence that makes me go, he's telling the truth. Google, <laughs> Google ruined people that were lifetime bullshitters. I have a friend that used to just say things man, out loud I don't think he's telling so true. confidently that you would always think he was telling the truth. And Google ruined his life because yep. he was ultimately always wrong. That's yep. called- and then you could just start looking it up, and it just ruined his bullshitting. I refer oh, to I it as a Timmy Hartman. Friends with somebody <laughs> because of that, because he's always like, "I am right and you're wrong," and I'm like, "Well, Google says you're fucking wrong," <laughs> and, and I trust would, Google. And he would still fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it, and not be like, "Oh no, you're not looking it up right," and he would. Tr- Look You're it up, and he'd pull up, up the same source, and like, <laughs> what do you do? Pull up as Jeeves. <laughs> well, well because what happens is Google is run by the globalists, so they hide the results. Yeah, they're uh, with Zuckerberg and the lizard people. <laughs> so far off. The and lizard the frogs. People, the frogs and the blue gate. And, 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 and the blue people yeah. from, uh, from uh, uh, the hills of Ka- uh, Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> We're taking it off the rails. Straight well, so far from we're uh, we're we're at the end of the run here. I mean, we usually like to uh, we go through and we say which beer <laughs> it was our favorite of the night. I'm I'm gonna go with the Pompeii or the Golden. 
I don't know. It, it's weird how every beer just got better and better. I really like the, uh, um, what is it, the Golden Promise? Is that what you said that they use for the malts? Golden Nugget is the beer, and Golden Promise is the type of malt that they use. That's uh, one of, uh, yeah. when we homebrew, that's one of our favorite ones to use, mm-hmm. is, is the Golden Promise. So I really, really like that. But that Pompeii, I, I never was able to put my finger on it, cause, but it was so good. There's so there's such a good flavor going on. The, the Pompeii for me was like what really like struck me is that it didn't have that like really strong back of like what you expect from an IPA. Mm-hmm. It was just a very smooth flavor all the way through. The middle just like kind of leveled it all out and there was no back to make you go, oh, hey, I just drank an IPA. It was just super smooth all the way through. No. It even kind of leaves your palate kind of with a smooth feeling afterwards. It's really good. No, that's what I liked. I think that was hard to pick a favorite was for that reason. A lot of times like you said, we might have like an IPA or two, and it almost ruins the rest of the beers, where it's hard to get your palate to the next flavor and stuff because it just crushed it. Oh, we were just yeah. we were just swimming in these, it. There was like a that, lot. There, there was a lot for the palate here. Is that even though we we're drinking a bunch of IPAs, and one of one one of the ones we started with was double IPA, like our second one in double IPA, big monster boy, and we could still taste all the beers because we it wasn't through. a palate record. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's not going to kill your taste buds at all. Yeah. Definitely, I mean, it's um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on, man. Definitely, yeah. and um, and that's what I as we dig these, man. I mean, we we're doing really really well. I've done a lot of launches in the state of Indiana with new breweries, and I've never seen so many people excited about a brewery than I have with with Top Lane Goliath. Man. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've launched Lagunitas. I've launched you know Anderson Valley, and you know there's like two or three others in there. But this has definitely been the one that people are very very excited about. They got that that, that yeah. legendary status. They and, do. And the moment that you guys mm-hmm. posted that you had it, I, I was like Casey. Yeah. I don't know if they're one of your distributors yet, but yeah. they need to be because this is one of the best breweries that, well, that we that, could be getting our hands on. That's yeah. what's been cool about this because Nick, you know, sends me a lot of this, and for people that don't have a a bar, like I have to buy it from somebody. Like you have to, you know, you can see all these beers out there, and you have to find somebody that distributes it because sometimes they're just tap room only brewery specific so we have to see if i can actually buy it to give it to the public and one of the things that we do and i told sean that nick does a good job and i think what we try to specialize with is we want people to be able to try a beer to come sample it and check it out with having not having to go to the brewery not having to go drop 20 bucks 16 bucks on a four pack and like you guys finding a 10.99 something that's not going to break people or really question you know because the a lot of people go to a liquor store and you look and you want to find the beer that you've never tried. Yeah. And when you're at the right price point, it's not going to break you to try it. Yep. And uh, so it was really nice because I got introduced to Craft Roads. And what I love for my end of it is that you guys do have 19 breweries, you know, because people don't really know that, you know, I deal with really two major companies and they're representing 100 brands. Exactly. And a lot of time they have one person. Representing a hundred well, brands, know, and that's one thing that I've kind of noticed over the past couple of years is like you know when you have a hundred plus brands that you're selling. At what point do you stop becoming a beer seller and you just become an order box taker? Check. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's like this. you know, month, you you know I, I can't tell you how many times I'm behind somebody at an account and you know they're not even really selling beer. You know, the the, the manager is saying I need this, 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 and this, and the guy says, okay, cool, far out, I'm out. Yeah. Well, when I show up and I'm there and I'm like. I've actually got to sell beer. 
Right. You know, and that's what I enjoy about my job is, is, is explaining to people and getting them excited about something and really getting into talking about the product and the brewery. And that's where I feel like I, I win. Yeah, we, then, when we uh, met with Sean, when I met yeah. you, we Nick and I talked to Sean for five minutes and we were instantly like, this is an awesome dude to have for what we're doing on Brews With Dudes. This is an awesome dude because... And sometimes it's not even their fault because they're trying to make a living yeah. and they're told month to month, you got to move this, you got to sell yeah. this, you got to move this. And we're trying to really show people these beers and get them to taste them. And that's the thing. And by all means, I'm not putting down any of these distributors far out, man. You know, I mean, they got some guys bringing in Cigar City and Funk Works and Terrapin. And it's just overwhelming. It, it, it's, it's very overwhelming. overwhelming. I mean, you got a lot of cool shit coming into the state of Indiana right now. And But we just like to have, you know, we, we like to be a small distributor. That way... You know, when new breweries do want to come into the state, they're like, okay, who can we go with that is actually focusing on the brand that we bring in? Do we want to go with somebody that has 100 plus brands? You know, okay, this guy's got, you know, all these big hitters. You know, are they really going to focus on our product when it comes in the state for the first month and then it's just going to fizzle out? And, you know, or can we go with this, you know, distributor here that has 15, 16, 17 brands? And that's what you're actually seeing pop up throughout the country right now. You know, we're actually being asked to talk at different craft beer conferences right now throughout the, the country about what we're doing. Because there's more and more small wholesalers popping up throughout the country that want to just bring in, you know, 10 to 20 brands right now. And that seems to be what's working. And th those are the distributors that are really starting to flourish because all these, you know, breweries want to get with these guys. Yeah. Before we forget, because there was something that we were excited about having you on for that you told us the first time we met. And we've talked about it the last couple episodes. We've actually brought it up. Um, and you brought up earlier the lab and the brewery thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about the Pioneer Series. Of course, When you yes. told us that, that was such a cool concept that one we're going to have a Pioneer night here that I'm really excited about. I tell you what, one thing that kind of separates us aside from different distributing companies is we have something called the Pioneer Series. Now, when we get with a local, and it's usually an in-state brewery that we hook up with, and what we do is we hook up with a local brewery, and if they want to be a part of the Pioneer Series, what we do is we take one or two or three of their products, and it gets sent to Purdue's Food and Science Lab, and it gets tested for all impurities, or if, if any impurities. It gets tested for diacetyl, nitrogenal, ABV, IBU, all the qualities that make a good beer a good beer. And, uh, you know, I tell you what, man, you know, 13, 14 breweries have sent us their product and only four have passed right now. Um, <laughs> and we're very proud of this program. You know, especially we call it the Pioneer Series because the gentleman, one of the gentlemen that actually start, uh, helped start our company, his name's Jim Scambry, and he actually pioneered the craft beer revolution in the state of Indiana. He helped start World Class Beverage uh, with Monarch. He, uh, you know, back in the late 80s, had this crazy notion of bringing craft beer to the state of Indiana, and everybody kind of laughed at him. And he was like, you know what, I'm going to start a different branch. And, you know, I'm going to start, I'm going to start, exactly, I'm going to start, you know, he started World Class Beverage. And so he was able to bring Rogue and Oscar Blues and Sierra Nevada, Three Floyds, Bells, all these great brands to the state of Indiana. You know, I mean, we're still in the lower spectrum right now as far as the craft beer market share, you know, throughout the country. Um, but it's getting, you know, bigger and bigger. But, uh, you know, we've got uh, breweries like The Tap out of Bloomington. we got a couple brands from them that actually sell really well at 1869 Tap Room. 
you know, right down the road at, at Purdue's Memorial Hall. It does really, really well. Uh, you know, we have um, Schnitz Brewing Company out of Jasper, Indiana. We have a couple brands from them. They're a brewery that's been around in Indiana for 65 years. Not a lot of people have even heard of them before. A great German style of brewery. We have Crown Point Brewing Company just north of here. We have their dude, White Russian Java Porter. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, coming, dude. Yeah, you have to dude, say this. It's, this yeah. is a bowling alley, man. Yeah. You got to have the dude, White Russian <laughs> John Porter here, ball. man. Really you know? Offended. <laughs> I, I know, exactly. I knew really that that was a fire. <laughs> you were throwing the match. <laughs> I was, dude. <laughs> this is a blue ball situation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't tease me, bro. But, you know, I t- but I tell you what, man, it's just we love, we want to well, educate like, people about what kind of beer is out there in the state of Indiana. You know, you, you have this whole generation of kids right now that are turning 21, 22 years old that didn't drink the domestic stuff like I did back in the late 90s. You know, drinking the Natty Light, the Budweiser, the Bud Light. They're going right into drinking craft beer, and they really don't know or have any education on what's good or whatnot. They don't know the, the, the proper uh, flavor profiles, you know. Of uh, you know what's good or what's bad, and that's and on, honestly, that's what we're just trying to do. We're just trying to educate people, you know. And we're not telling people like, "Hey, your beer is shit." We want you to move in the right direction. We want you to be successful and uh, and make good beer at the same time. No, well, that's what's cool about your guys' end is you're not judging them. This isn't a judgment. No, thing. no, no. This we don't want to judge celebrating people. Celebrating the people yeah. that did it and done mm-hmm. it right, and for you. You know, you don't know how you're doing until you really get it tested. And, and the then, thing, and that's uh, that's the point I wanted to bring up. And it's no, it's not a dig on on anybody, but there's not a lot of <laughs> not a lot of beers out there that would pass. Is the thing. It's like great beers, yeah, beers, beers that taste just perfectly fine. But you'd be like, oh, there's something wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. there's something wrong with a lot of beers. You know, but. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stop drinking. It doesn't mean it's not a no. good beer. <laughs> no. It's just no. the fact that there's It might have a little bit of this. It doesn't mean you should stop trying, like, different beers that they drink. Of I mean, course. you know, a lot of these breweries, they have great atmospheres. They have great food. Um, you know, honestly, I mean, that's – I mean, for in order – and you know, for a brewery to su- succeed in Indiana these days, I mean, there's a lot that goes along with it besides just making good beer. I mean, you got to have a great atmosphere, great service, great food. Brand. Um, Good brand. A good brand. Exactly. Um, you can sell stuff on cans. I mean, just the marketing. You can have exactly. a can. You can do the release game. But, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot yeah. of it that goes into it that has nothing to do with the beer aspect of it. Exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, so we're, we, we just want to help people along, basically, is what it comes down to. It's been a uh, uh, it's been exciting the past couple of weeks getting to start working with you because you definitely are uh, – uh, Fun to talk to, especially when, again, no, no dig on anyone, but some people are just coming in and taking orders, and it's fun to be able to sit down and, and talk and I appreciate it. and have all sorts of fun. Nick and I actually met a, uh, a guy over at a, a, a local bar a while back that was uh, worked with a, a distribution company, and we just were, like, striking up a conversation where, like, he goes, oh, hey, I work for this. The Revolution guy. Yeah, the Revolution I wonder how guy. he's doing. He was an intern for, for Revolution. <laughs> If you're out there, bud, <laughs> we remember you. But no, I definitely, Dickies. I definitely yeah. want to get Sean in again because we have Avery. There's some other ones, like I said, the Pioneer Got some great series. brands. Out man. of the out of the 18 or 19, when I looked through it, I recognized more than half of them, and I was like, dude, we could spend the next the next six months just just hitting all these up because because people need to try them. You know, like yeah, this was a very IPA heavy, but there's so many different there's so many mm-hmm. different 
styles on that list of, of 18 or 19 brands. Yeah, because Sean just dropped me like four money ghosts tonight. Anderson Valley. Anderson Valley ghosts, man. They have the three of the top year. five like sought out after and selling and searched ghosts in the country right now. And that's what they're known for. But uh, we appreciate your time because that's yeah. just it is. You know, sometimes we have reps and stuff. And, and I don't think anyone on this panel or anybody that ever comes on here claims to be the end all to be all of beer. We're all trying to learn. That's the point of it. And sometimes, you know, I have reps from different companies, and they'll drop me off the stickers, they drop me off the coasters, some glassware, and they're out. You know, and it's just nice to hear someone kind of talk about these brands and, like Nick said, do a little bit of homework for us yeah, and be able to educate <laughs> us on their brand. I love educating people, man. I mean, that's, that was kind of my thing, man. I always kind of wanted to be a teacher in the first place, but this is kind of translated on to what you're I want to do. A beer teacher. Exactly. I want to well, be beer a beer professor. teacher. Yeah, if it makes up for anything, you're actually teaching us right now. So it's <laughs> and, we're, and we're somewhat learned. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that we're definitely not. Uh, I, I am learnt. <laughs> we're getting learnt up in here. Who's your dialect at work here? <laughs> All right, guys, we're taking this real far, and we're out of beer, so we need to go get some more beer. Uh, yeah. Sean, thank you very much. Thank you very much for it having was, me. I really so appreciate you all, and uh, hopefully this will be the start of uh, something that goes for a uh, long oh, time. Oh, yes. Uh, Splendid relationship. Um, yes, mm-hmm. this, this will not be the, the last time that uh, we're, we're chatting up with Sean. Austin, Chris, always a pleasure. Always. Feel that way the whole time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At least I enjoyed uh, the end. Oh goodness gracious! They shared she a mic the whole time. Off. Yeah, they had they're a, sharing a brain. <laughs> they're sharing Literally half like, a brain cell. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And that I'm, cup. I'm still trying. You're trying to, to share <laughs> drinks with the table. Still. In the electronics. That's why I'm trying to get. They're this. like the two old guys <laughs> in the balcony of the Muppet Show. If yeah. you want to do an old I'll school take comment, that compliment. Just, Waldorf. Take that compliment. That would be Waldorf and Stadler. Oh, we hated yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We loved it. <laughs> just rubbing beards together over here. Just uh, it wasn't beards. bad, but it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then P-Lot showing up here, a swag whore. Just wearing just everything. Ultimate yeah. old, old style. Hey, Nothing's even, wrong with it. This is not even the new shirt. Oh, the that's old the old, one. not the new one you got it's yesterday. The old, old style. Yeah. I got a new one, too. Not the new old style, the old, old style. I looked for my old, old style shirt. I couldn't find it. So I, I have plenty. I do. Right, I do appreciate soft. the weed be shirt. Yeah, the weed be shirt. Soft pink. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm rocking some bare hands. Pink, it's like, <laughs> there we go. I got right the bare hands. There is a there's a big uh, brew fest going on. I know up in like Granger here in April. It's the um, Lord of Hops. I don't know if you guys yes. have note of that. That's yes, uh, bare we're, hands. We're is setting a big, up a booth. Okay, bare, I know bare hands is a big uh, sponsor of that one. We actually are going to have a booth up there also. So that'll be a that'll be a good event, you know, yeah, coming up yeah. here in I'm April. I'm excited for that one. Austin, mm-hmm. you're coming to that one with me too, the Lord of Hops. Yes, I am. What's the date on that? April 13th. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Two weeks. Yeah, it's, I can't believe that it's it's April. We're we're right there. We're just a couple days away. Yeah, That's insane. I'm waiting for all sorts of stuff. Lots of good things coming up. Including the Beer. Brews yep. and Bowling Festival. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, that's coming June 1st. Going to have uh, samples from 20 different uh, breweries. We have to have the dude White Russian Java Porter. Oh, yeah. Right, seriously. I mean, it, does, I mean, it, just, it makes yeah. sense. It it's has a, to. We this have is to. a fucking bowling alley, man. you got to have that beer. Getting smashed. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, you get, you get yeah. to drink beer, unlimited samples. You get to bowl as much as you want. There's oh, music yes. being played all day. We got the we got the family friendly bands during the day and then the heavy metal at night. 
Oh. Um, so should have food vendors, Arnie's, AJ's. Oh, wonderful. We got we got a lot of stuff going on. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be huge. We're gonna start doing a couple ticket giveaways. Tickets are available now. If you go to our uh, event section on Facebook, uh, we got all that fun stuff going on. One more time, thank you to everybody uh, for being on the panel tonight. It was a lot of fun, and we will see you guys next time on another episode of Brews with Dudes. Out.